Iguodala. It's funny to hear female talk about routes. Like. Welcome to From the Backseat, hosted by Clark and Ethan. It's funny. Welcome to From the Backseat. I am your host, Ethan, and we are here on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon following week two, approaching week three of the NFL season. Luckily, today I'm joined by my co-host. What's up, guys? I'm still thrown off by the uh, the background that you now have because I forget you guys are in a new place. This is, uh, you know, you actually have like a desk to sit at rather than your couch. Yeah. So it's interesting to see the new setup. I uh, I like it, even though. I know. I'm not hands-free. I know. Hands-free. Hands it's it's an upgrade. Someone say that's luxury. Yeah, it's from all my betting winnings. So I know, pretty that's... much. Yeah, I mean, you've been really killing it by being up five dollars in the NFL season so far. Hey, so I'm only up five dollars in prize picks, but I did win pickums the first week, and I'm up you did win pickums the first week that. for your for your pool. That is impressive. Yeah. I, I will give you that. I'm not taking anything so, away from that. Speaking of uh, pickums, so I won my school's league. So there are twelve guys in it. So. Slate of 16 games. Week one, I only won with 10 games, correct? Which I thought was kind of crazy. I mean, did you have to pick against bad. a spread for that, or is it just straight up? It's just straight up. Okay. So basically, we just get the list. Honestly, I could do it on the show. I haven't filled out mine for tomorrow. And is this thing where you have to put confidence points on it? Like, how confident no, you are? So okay. let, me, let me show you. So basically, what it is, is it's just a handout like this of all the games. And I just gotcha. go through and check, check who's going to win. And gotcha. then the tiebreaker is Monday night, and I just got to okay. guess the points. Well, that's kind of nice then. I mean, that makes it not easy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's only 12 people in it. It's a $10 buy in each week. Can you get so more like, than 12 people to do it? Yeah. There could be more people. I'm saying, but you guys, you didn't find more than 12. Well, I just think it's people at school, but there are people that aren't in school if you would like to join it. I mean, it's too late now. No, you could, I mean, you could join it for week four. I mean, I would do it for week four. Yeah. You just, it's just a $10 buy in each week. Like, I can opt out of certain weeks if I don't. Yeah. Know. I mean, I, I would do it clearly. I mean, everyone, everyone I knows. I, I didn't know. I thought I'd known that was an option. Yeah. Clearly, I would have done it. Why didn't you tell me that? You didn't... Do you want to do, do my quick picks for the week? No, not right now. That's too much pressure. <laughs> That's too much pressure. Yes. But luckily, what we are doing is we are doing the picks from last week. So we are going to go through the exact same thing we did last week, and we're going to break down each game. Some with just a sentence, some with a longer explanation. Mm -hmm. I assume we will stop on the Bengals and Chargers, again, as we are fans. And I assume Clark has some things he wants to get out about the Steelers, so we might stop there as Maybe. well. <laughs> um, do you yeah. want to talk about no, the Steelers I mean, before we stop? No, no, I have, I have nothing. I, 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 I'm just amazed that, uh, again, on my Twitter last, or X, I guess is what it's called now, Steelers fans have not been happy with my suggestion that uh, Mika Fitzpatrick torpedoed at Nick Chubb. Um, I guess Steelers fans are oblivious to the fact that they have a history of dirty play. I, I didn't know that that was just, they cross it out of their mind from that being in existence. I felt like that was a very agreed upon thing. Um, to them, they just call it like setting the tone. I didn't know ending careers was setting the tone. But I guess for Steelers fans, that is what it is. But uh, no, that that's all I have to say on them for right now. Also, speaking of uh, the the hit, I think that might be the first time I've ever seen like a broadcast just not show not show it. Injury. You know, I, I mean, I really... I went and saw it afterwards. Yes, I I, um, I will think. Um, 
I get why they didn't show it. Not to say the injury wasn't horrible because it was horrible, but the way that they kind of drew it out, it almost made it feel like it was worse than what it was. It was pretty bad. It was pretty I bad. Mean, I'm not saying okay that. Yeah, like I'm not saying it's not bad. I don't think Chubb's going to touch the field again anytime soon, and that's horrible, and I feel terrible for him. But I don't know. It wasn't. Know. It was grotesque, but it wasn't that that grotesque. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like there. It wasn't like Demar Hamlin. No. Um. I mean, it was bad. No, it was a horrible injury. What am I kidding? I shouldn't, be really I shouldn't cherry pick on what was a bad injury and what wasn't. That was a that was a bad injury for Nick Chubb. I feel horrible for him. Yeah, not Bottom good. Line. All right, what's your quick reaction to Philadelphia or Minnesota at Philadelphia? Um, Think back to last Thursday. Last Thursday, going back to it, um, really take away from that, Philly's still Philly. I mean, I don't think that this is near the peak of where they are. Clearly, it's only week two, but even in games where Philly, it feels like is off by a solid amount. They're still great. I mean, that that's just what Philly is at this point. I, I feel like through the first two weeks, not great football by any means. And I know the first game against New England was close, but they didn't really play well at all versus Minnesota. I felt like, and they still beat them by what? Almost two scores. Yeah. I know it's a short week, but that's how I Philly's still Philly. Next up green Bay at Atlanta. Bijan coming out party, man. That was the Bijan Robinson game. And I think for anyone who questioned why he was taking us where he was inside the top 10, that included myself. I knew Bijan was a really good back, but he showed everything that you would want in a modern 2023 NFL halfback. I agree. Uh, one thing I do want to add, though, I think Jordan Love's kind of nice. I think Jordan Love is really good. I not really good, but he's he's very solid. I think this is uh I think LaFleur deserves a lot of credit too for running an offense that fits him and complements. And I feel like Love's even that's this is still no Christian Watson. There was no Aaron Jones in that game, and the offense ran relatively well, and Love looks very competent back there. He looks good. He looks good. Definitely looks good. All right, next up, Vegas at Buffalo. Uh Takeaway from that rebound for Josh Allen. Uh, I think it was just a good game for the Bills. I think it was a letdown game if you're the Raiders. I think the Raiders fans probably had a little bit more of an expectation than what they got blown out with. But yeah, I think for the Bills, it was a good bounce back game. They definitely needed it. I feel like that's what you should do to a team that's coming from across the country, essentially non-divisional, coming into your house after a bad game. Bills took care of business. For sure. All right, let's go. Uh, our next one. It's a little pause for you. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Yeah. So first off to that, um, I think the Ravens, Todd Moncton deserve a heck, I mean, tip of the cap. They played great. I, I think Baltimore, I didn't write them off as not being legit, but they're better than what I expected them to be. Um, they're really hard to beat when they run the ball. Like they did. They can just control the line of scrimmage. The Bengals pass rush, which I don't think is top 10. I don't think it's bad. I, I think it's a good pass rush. They couldn't do anything. Uh, Lamar looks really good. Um, on the other side for Cincinnati, I would have felt a lot better if Burrow didn't get hurt again at the end of the game. Cause now it becomes a question of like, okay, if he can play, this is just a lingering soft tissue injury that you have no idea when it's going to flare up, what it limits his mobility. Cause that's, I feel like his out of the pocket, make things move inside the pocket is one of his best assets. 
and the offense still in the hole. If he, again, we talked about it last week. If Burrow isn't playing really well, the offense looks off. And it did again. He picked it up. He played, I would say, for Burrow and the offense. It played better in the second half. But a lot of it came because Burrow himself woke up and things started just clicking around him because Burrow was back to being the version that he was. But then he gets hurt. I have no idea what he's going to look like when it comes to Monday night. I don't know if he's going to play on Monday night. It's definitely a more worrisome feeling than last year's 0-2. I know they did it last year, but this was with Burrow not having as much limited mobility in the leg. Um, there wasn't any sort of question with that. So this, I mean, another issue, too, the scripted plays on offense are terrible. Like, that's the thing that's really concerning to me. Like, the plays that they have that you can tell are scripted are awful. There's way too many bubble screens. There's way too many short little dink passes. You have two receivers that can go vertical all the time. And you can use Jamar Chase in so many more creative ways than you currently are right now. And it's just like not hitting. And it, it sucks to watch. Uh, the other thing I want to say about the Bengals is on your point about 0-2 feels a lot more concerning right now. I think it's also a lot more concerning because the AFC North is a lot better than it was last year. I don't know. I think I Browns think... kind of shat the pants again. No, I'm not saying the Browns, but I think the Ravens. The Ravens are, are yeah. Better. I think the Ravens are going to be legit. No, the Ravens um, are legit. Yeah. And we can't beat Cleveland, so. Yeah, and the Steelers are. Steelers, Steelers defense but... scores more than their own offense, but it's a great defense. So, no, I agree. I think, I mean, we're in a bad hole right now. We're 0-2 in the division. I mean, you have to go on a huge winning streak. You have to go on a huge winning streak again. It's just unfortunate. I know that they're capable of doing it, and I know if they get to click, it'll it'll work. But it's like, okay, every single year we have to start slow. Even the year like we started one and two and was it we can't come out of the gates hot. It sucks. Can I ask, is 0 and yeah. 3 a death sentence? I don't think 0 and 3 is a death sentence, but I think it becomes like if we go 0 and 3, I think reality wise for me, I'm like, maybe you just rest Burrow, because what's the point of playing him if he's not like if he looks bad and he's trying to battle through it? I know he just signed this huge deal, but you have him for how many more years moving forward? I don't know. It, it's not a death sentence, but it feels awful. Like I Monday night, we have to win. We have to win Monday night. And we should yeah, win, no. I think. I still if Burroughs in good enough shape, we should win that game. I mean, the Rams are also playing extremely well right now. I think they are, but they're going across country on a Monday night primetime game in your own building. You should win that game. I get it. The Rams are playing I mean, well. I agree. I mean, it all just kind of depends on where Burrow is. That is the yeah, Burrow's like, oh yeah, he's hobbled. We're not gonna win the game. If it's noticeable early. Yeah. All right. Well, Seattle at Detroit. Hey, Clark. I can't hear you. No. I muted myself. Sorry. Oh. You hear me now? No. So my my theory my word phrasing where's the hold i don't know how the official missed the hold on aiden hutchinson on the game winning touchdown i think that's kind of a bummer for them i'm like where's that flag that needs to come out he was getting hooked and that's your game winning touchdown i feel like it's a tough way for it to end but seattle played great i'll give them that detroit still played well i think it's just one of those games yeah exciting it's just one of those games all right well we're up to the one i don't want to talk about uh rams at tennis or the chargers at tennessee um, oh no, Brandon. Oh no, Brandon. Uh, you're totally right. I mean, so this, this I don't even want to talk about the game because the game was disappointing as it is. Um, again, yes. I 
So I have two points I want to make. And Please I'm going to start off with the lesser one, and then we'll get to the second one. Definitely. First one, and I hate to say this. I know what you're going to say. It has to become an argument at some point. When is Justin Herbert going to win this team games? I mean, over and over again, he's getting it at the end of the game, and he just can't put it away. He he had two attempts this time, could not put a ball in the end zone, and then could not get a field goal. And I I just don't get it. He's an elite quarterback. He's the second highest paid player in the league with, I'm not going to lie, with weapons all over the field. I mean, it doesn't matter what you think of Mike Williams, Keaton Allen, Josh Palmer. It's a very like, good talented receiver group. It's enough to get there. Plus, their offensive line is extremely good. Yes. And so, like, I mean, that's the other thing. Their offensive line is, like, incredible so far. And yet, he just can't get it done. And again, we're talking about the Titans, who were missing three secondary players. You're telling me you couldn't lead your team down the field? At least he won up to Mike. Like, that's all he's good for at this point. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I don't know if I... And we'll go as far as you. I still think Herbert is a relatively clutch player, but he does have a number of times now where it seems like, oh, he got the ball to go out there and win it, kid. And he kind of just doesn't do it. He just doesn't do it. I mean, like it, I, I don't know. They moved the ball so well against Tennessee, too. And just like for it to not do anything. Was, I mean, he got down there on his last drive in regulation, but he couldn't punch it in. And then in overtime, it wasn't a great possession either by any means. I mean, they went three and out. Yep. I mean, it's just bad. And then he went three and out against the Dolphins when he had another shot. Um, but I still I, think the bigger problem, though, is what you're going to talk about. Yeah, next. so that, that's why I said this is the lesser one. Yes, so yes. there's the Herbert concern as it is. I mean, Herbert's still a great quarterback, but it is at some point. Like, Phillip Rivers, for all of the things that he would say, Phillip Rivers would never go out just getting, like, sacked and then, like, kind of falling on his face and throwing incompletions. Rivers would legit give his wide receivers a chance and would probably just throw an interception, which was depressing at the time, but I actually appreciate that slightly more. But uh, let's talk about the second story, which yep. is young Brandon Staley, um, who we may be approaching like worst coach in the league territory. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know if I go that far, but I mean, who's honestly with the amount of talent he has. I mean, He's a defensive head coach, and they literally can't stop. Anything. Yeah, I mean, if you can't stop Ryan Tannehill with the payroll that they have and you're supposedly a defensive-minded guy, it's not good. It looks really bad. It looks so bad. It's so awful. No, and, you know, I'm going to tell you the most damning stat about Brandon Staley that I saw this week. So he took over as head coach at the beginning of 2021. Do you remember what his his whole philosophy is based off? What, what does Brandon Staley really want to take away? I honestly forget you would have to tell me one man. So it, it it's he wants to take away the deep ball. It's the Vic Vangio scheme. So it's you play the too high so that they can't There's be plenty of deep balls from Ryan Tannehill on Sunday. Well, are you ready to hear this? Yeah. I'm ready. Brandon Staley, since he took over in 2011, has given up out of any team in the league, has given up the most plays above 30 yards through the air. That's good. He's given up 53. I mean, I think it's I I think last week was really bad too because it was Ryan fucking Tannehill. And Ryan Tannehill isn't like, he's not good anymore. He, I mean, he was briefly, he had a little bit of like a nice run there from like 2019 to 2020, but he's bad. He's not he's a good bad. downfield. And they couldn't do anything against New Orleans a week prior. Anything. And I know New Orleans is a solid defense, but 
I mean, to get torched by a receiving core. I mean, Burks is young, but he hasn't done. Hopkins is old. I mean, there's not a lot there. And to have it just over your head a number of times, not good. It's also, I mean, you held Derrick Henry. Like, they're one thing. I know, that you held so the best. Yeah, their biggest factor to, like, a minimum. They ran, like, what, under 60, 70 he was under, he was, No, he was under 100. I just hey, don't know well, about Usually, much, if you but... hold Derrick Henry under 100, you beat the Titans. Well, what's crazy about it, and this is such an underrated moment of why he's such a bad coach, is, so, at the end of the game, they had a critical third and one, where if the Chargers had got a stop, then it would have been fourth and one. They could have ended it right there. Third and one on the field. They, Derrick Henry calls out. He's tired. Spears comes in. Brandon Staley calls a timeout. And they yeah, get to bring Derrick Henry Brandon. back. Out of boy, bring him back out. We don't want this small running back in there. We want the best short yardage back in the NFL in the last 10 years. Let him get a little bit extra time. He's so Cook-ass bozo, dude. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He, so, he's pretty bad. Let, so let's talk through scenarios. So their bye is week five. And while I do not think the Spanos will make this move, no. If the Chargers are sitting at own four, do they pull I mean, the? They have to consider I mean, it. I know Dean. They have a built-in replacement. That's they do. The that thing. that that's the thing that I will give the most credence to this idea that Brandon Staley could be fired. Is you have a guy already in in the building in Kellen Moore who could take the reins. I think very confidently. And I think you'd feel really good about it. You wouldn't feel good about being on four, but you'd feel better yeah. about the rest of the season. And maybe you get to see early on what Kellen Moore can do. Agreed. And if you want to hire him as your next head coach. Exactly. So I think from that perspective, that's why I give the idea of maybe a firing of Staley more credibility than I maybe had. If you, if you didn't have him there, because right now more, I think regardless will be a top three head coaching candidate next year. I was surprised he didn't get more looks this past off season. Yeah. But he's right there waiting for you. If things go awry, I agree. I think you could seriously just sit there and be like, all right, you're done, Brandon. We've given you every opportunity, every player you asked for on the defense to fit your scheme, and you've given us nothing but embarrassment. Let's go ahead and give Kellen Moore a try, see what we can have. And it'd be a longer – you get like basically what, a 12, 11, 13-week test run? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I think they really – consider it i mean we'll see if they actually do it I, I think if they're Saturday too. that i mean Good at coach. that point just bring in antonio gates pretty much i mean why not i think rivers is available honestly at this point Screw i would it. take it who cares this team is a joke chargers are a joke crazy too is that for staley i think too is i feel like early on like the aggressiveness is gone on fourth down that's so that's another point I was going to make. He's one of the most conservative coaches in the league now. Like that was he what was, was fun about him. It was, it was that, like, I mean, that's it's what made Justin Herbert so good is because we put him in these positions of like fourth and one, you can extend drives. Yeah. On, on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans in Ryan Tannehill, we decided to punt the ball from their 41 on a fourth and one. 2021 Brandon Staley wouldn't have done that. Brandon Staley would have went from it from like a fourth and nine. I know. Now it sucks now. Now he's just like, he's super conservative. It's boring. He's super conservative. Basically, that Raiders game just killed him as a coach. Pretty much. All those years ago. I think so. And then, this, and this then the Jaguars playoff game. 
He's he's getting tired of hearing about it too. You can I don't know if you saw that press conference or yeah, I did. did. I saw it. Where he's like, I mean, this is not affecting us. This is like that is not true, which I think it is true, but maybe don't like don't go on such a long soliloquy about it and just be like, that's not how it works. But well, did you, you hear the next question? The no, next question was so stupid from the reporter. So so Brandon uh, Daniel Popper, the guy you always see is the Chargers guy. Um, he asked, like, is the Jacksonville loss hanging over? And then Staley got all mad and was basically like, No, no, it's not. He's like all offended that he asked. And the next dude, I don't know who it was, just asked Daly, so like what's morale like in the locker room? And he Staley just looks at him and goes, Not good. We just lost in overtime. Fair assessment of the situation, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I, I would respect Staley more if he was just like, you know, like suck my ass. Like that's how it feels right now. That would have been good. That would have been good. All right, let's talk about uh Chicago at Tampa Bay. Um, is Baker back? Is Baker back? He's not, but the bigger story, it's over, Justin Fields. I even know well, you're calling it over. It's you're over. You're done. Oh, it's over at this point. It's I'm sorry. I bought in. I I drank the Kool-Aid of what I thought Chicago could be. It is so over. I don't know if it's over for his NFL career. I won't go that far, but it is over in Chicago. Everything that happened today. Their defensive coordinator's house gets raided by the FBI for what no one knows yet. Justin Fields in a press conference says, what's the issue? He decides to not make a controversial statement, but like basically put a grenade, pull the pin, and roll it into the media room and say, well, it's the coaching, actually. Crazy thing to say, considering the Crazy. GM didn't draft you. Like, they have no tie to you. It's over in Chicago. I mean... Barring a miracle, it is over in Chicago. Justin Fields, I hope you find success somewhere else. I because I think you are still a talented individual, a talented quarterback who can make plays. But Chicago is a disaster of an organization. It's over. That's all I can really say. It's over in Chicago. I mean, the coaching comment is just the coaching comment's crazy. crazy. And I don't I mean, know where that stemmed from because I mean. I think the coaching hasn't been great, but then you watch, like, if you watch J.T. O'Sullivan's breakdown in the QB school, he's missing so much. It's like he doesn't know what he's seeing out there at all. It's bad. It's really bad. Justin Fields is in a really, really bad place. And, again, I I thought – I told everyone to pump the brakes on it a little bit because I was like, man, this guy is getting so hyped up and he can't really throw the ball yet. And everyone was like, no, he's Lamar. And no, he's not, he's he's not, not. even close, actually. And I feel bad because I, I want to like Justin Fields because I think Justin Fields is a likable guy and I think he is putting forth effort, but it's just not working out right now. It's not working out. Well, let's talk about Kansas City at Jacksonville. Missing Eric Bieniemy. Maybe. Maybe. I think it could be. So, I mean, that, that's, that could be big. So, we'll see. I mean, they have, like, the 22nd-ranked scoring offense since he left in the first two weeks. Just saying. We'll see. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, I to tell you the truth, all of my takeaways are on the Jacksonville side. I mean, just I what a takeaway. bad output. No, it wasn't a great game. It wasn't a great game. But I don't, I'm not really worried about Jacksonville. They have a horrible schedule. Yeah, well, let's talk about Indianapolis at Houston. Bummer for Anthony Richardson. I was really looking forward to seeing him a little bit more. I, it's, the concussion thing sucks, but 
if you are Indianapolis, even though he is hurt, I feel like you have to feel really good about him those first two weeks. You have to feel great. Right? I would agree. I mean, that's yeah, everything you want to see. CJ Stroud, I think, looks solid for the Texans. I probably, I, I think Tank Dell looks really good, by the way. Just saying, as someone as yourself hated Tank Dell out of the draft. Not that I hate Tank Dell. It's like once a, once one person hits him, he's going to like explode. Well, it's been two weeks and he hasn't had that happen yet. So apologize to Tank Dell. I'm not apologizing to Tank Dell. All right. Well, it sounds like you're a little bit bitter that the Chargers didn't draft Tank Dell. Uh, yeah, I'm so bitter that Tank Dell isn't on the Chargers. He's For done more us, than Quentin Johnston. That is true. Quentin Johnston has not done anything. No. Whatever. I, that, I don't really, at this point, that that's like the least of my concerns because everything true. else that's happening on this team. I agree. Um, uh, which one's next? Oh, San Francisco at the Rams. Oh, trying to get um, uh, sneaky Rams for the Rams side. They're definitely looking definitely a little sneaky, more sneaky. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what's that going to look like when him and Cup are on the field at the same time together? I don't know, like, but what are they going to draw up? Like, that that's my question. Also, but for the 49ers side, I mean, the 49ers look like. I like the Eagles still, but I still think the 49ers look like the favorites on the NFC. Eh, I still think it might be the Eagles. All right, well, you doubt Brock Purdy once again. What Actually, saying? it's the sneaky Falcons. What are we talking about? The Falcons, yeah, Falcons. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. MVP. But no, I think it for, for the Rams, they look better. I think Stafford looks fantastic. I think the offensive line looks really good for how bad it was a year ago. Puka Nakua, very interesting. Fun name to say, too. Underrated fun name. Puka Nakua. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's let's blow through these last couple ones. Yes, please do. Because there's not that much to say. All right. No. Giants at Arizona. Um, Giant comeback. There you go. Giant. Giant. I mean, they needed that was going to be the, the Giants were on a serious teetering of like, it's over. This is all terrible. Daniel Jones should never have gotten that contract. And they bounced back. They got I mean, that was a huge win. I know it was against Arizona, um, but they needed that. Huge, huge for the Cardinals too to lose that game. That makes sure that they stay in the running for Caleb Williams. Huge, huge. Needed uh, next that. up, uh, Jets at the Cowboys. That Dallas D. Yeah, crazy, but unbelievable. Micah Parsons won't get MVP votes, but if we're being honest, might deserve some. I don't know if I've ever seen a physical freak off the line, off 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 ball linebacker. In a long time, the speed that he gets off with on that first step and the bend that he possesses to get around tackles and swim around on guards. Crazy, crazy. And the way that he gets I, up with a little crawl afterwards too, creepy, but yeah. also awesome. All right. Next up commanders in Denver, Sam Howell's legit folks. Whoa. Sam Howell kind of a stone cold tiller in that game. He had some throws that were absolute dots. If you go back and watch the all 22 on it, I think they have something in Sam Howell. I like him. He's going to probably make some really stupid throws during the season, but he's kind of got this like gunslinger way about him that I really like. All right, next up, uh, Dolphins at New England. <sighs> Tua non. Tua is looking solid. Tua is looking solid. I like Tua. Uh, why did I just call Tua non? That's a crazy name drop. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think... I mean, I didn't really have a chance to watch that game too much. It was kind of a boring game. Great uniforms for the Patriots. Unfortunate that, I mean, that was a terrible occurrence in the stands. Didn't some guy get like beat to death in the stands? Somebody died, yeah. That's horrible. But Why I mean, is yeah. that happening? 
Like there's a lot of fights this last week. Like the Bengals fan yeah. headbutted another Bengals fan. Uh, some Ravens fan got like a crap beaten out of him in FedEx field for some reason at the Washington game. But yeah, I mean, I think takeaway dolphins look good. Mike McDaniel. I like that little sprint. He did away from the cameraman. That was kind of fun. Dolphins are fun, man. Uh, next up, new Orleans at Carolina. Who cares? That was the worst game of the week. I didn't watch a single snap. <laughs> I was who care? I mean, that game was such bullshit. I mean, the, the, the Saints still, like, the fact that they thought that Derek Carr was good is so stupid. I mean, what a joke. He sucks. Um, the Panthers aren't, like, fun. Like, Bryce Young's cool, but all the receivers. No, I'm, I'm, wait, I do want to say, I think Bryce Young might be the worst starting quarterback in the league right now. Oh, what about my Josh God. Josh Dobbs? I, no, I'm, I'm would take Josh Dobbs over Bryce Young. For one game, I I actually am not. I would sure. say, okay. Bryce well, here's Young the thing: has Bryce, no Young's, for the pocket. Bryce Young's freaking receivers look like Drake in that one music video trying to create separation on a route. They're the slowest group in the league besides DJ Shark, and he can't even stay healthy. Well, everyone was like, it was so good when they got like Adam Thielen. Yeah, well, those people are. I mean, that is who said that. I have no idea if you said that. Don't you remember when everyone like when? Yeah, I do. And that's a stupid thing to say. Like, who's that? They're like, oh, 34 year old Adam Thielen. Hayden Hurst, DJ Chark, who's put together like a half a season in the NFL. And then who else is there? Um, well, they There's got more... the really fast guy from Ole Miss, Jonathan Mingo now. Okay, cool. So we have nothing. And Miles Sanders. Here. They have Miles Sanders. He, you can't run behind. No, He has no offensive line to run behind. That's a terrible offensive line. It's a bad group. That was a terrible game. We spent too All much right, time well, on it already. <laughs> Let's talk about Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I mean scumball fest i don't know i mean you got deshaun watson not getting flagged for pulling referees i can't believe that you got Mifka fitzpatrick who i don't think is a dirty player but i i mean the dive at the knee was crazy i mean people were like oh he lost his footing he didn't mean to... I, I dive straight at the knee that's harsh how about let's talk about something else Kenny Pickett is awful no Kenny Pickett isn't good i'm he's i had a lot to say after two games but Matt, I think it's more of Matt Canada being a terrible offensive coordinator, and I can't believe they stuck with him again. There's oh, a lot I can't of either. I think there's a lot of terrible things about the Steelers' offense. I think Najee Harris is horrible. I mean, he's horrible. I it was a comical so pick. Yeah, so Najee Harris feels a lot like the Najee Harris-Warren thing right now feels a lot like how it was with Zeke and Tony Pollard a couple yes. of years ago. Where it was so clear that Pollard was so much better, but like the offense, for some reason, just wouldn't move off it. I agree. But I mean, you watch Najee. It's like, there's no vision. The explosiveness isn't that good. And they put Warren in vision can catch the ball a little bit better in the backfield. I mean, way more effective as a runner. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But Steelers fans love Najee. And I want to like, I think Najee's a cool guy. I mean, again, I've seen interviews with him. Bay area dude. I want to root for him, but it's not very good. He blows. Yes. Unfortunately. He blows. All right. Well, those have been our reactions. So is there any team you want to pick as like an overreaction, like a take maybe you saw this week that you think was an overreaction of week two? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like something like that... Overreaction. Overreaction. I, I have one. Yeah, shoot. Um, that I think people are way overreacting to. Um, I don't think the, this is the same Chiefs team. I think people, like, they won last week, and everyone's like, yeah, they're back to being Super Bowl champs. I don't know 
I don't there know. There's something a little it, off. I don't know if this team can beat the Eagles or the 49ers, whichever one reaches the Super Bowl. And I, I don't actually know if they can run the gauntlet in the AFC. Well, I think it's a, it's an intriguing point because the offense certainly looks sluggish. And I know they just got Kelsey back last week, so maybe things turn around a little bit. But the wide receiving group is horrible. It's awful. They have, they have no one out there. Absolutely no one. Sky Moore is bad. Kadarius Tony is bad. Martis Veldes-Gantling is bad. I mean, there might their best receiver might be that Christian Wilson. The other kid, number 84, yes. he might be the best one. And he's practically tied in himself. I mean, if we're going to go by receiver, obviously there's Kelsey there. But the thing that's saving him, I think, right now that I want to talk about is they can, they're running the ball really well. I, I mean, yeah. that, that's been the best thing almost about the offense, besides Patrick Mahomes just being Superman, is their ability to run the ball. But it was not an impressive performance by any means against Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville played any better offensively. I think Jacksonville would have won that game. Because Kansas City wasn't doing anything. I mean, Mahomes... I mean, what, he threw like two interceptions last week, I want to say? Yeah, he threw two picks. And I don't think it's necessarily on him, but his wide receivers aren't creating any separation. They're not They're not getting open. And you have to have guys that win. And I know at some point people are like, oh, well, he's so good. He should make it on his happen on his own. No, you need those supporting characters outside of just like Kelsey. You can't just have Travis Kelsey. I mean, they're going to beat up on the Bears this week. No, they will. I mean, it'll be a get-right game for them. The Bears are terrible. I mean, their defensive coordinator just resigned in the middle of the week, so I can't imagine. I wonder what the spread line is on that game. It was like 13. When I oh, it should game. go higher. That's going to be a terrible game. It's going to be awful. It's going to be really, really bad. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't really know. I, I, I think I'm going to can't end with this segment. I can't even think of like an overreaction, underreaction you idea. Got no, you got nothing else? Um... I got something else. Yeah, go for it then if you got something else. It's an underreaction. And the reason I think it's an underreaction is I think people are downplaying how good Bijan Robinson is. I think Bijan Robinson might already be in the conversation for the best running back in the league after playing. I think right team. now with the way that everyone else is getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I also true. I think I mean over I mean, like look, Saquon's banged up. Um I think that was like the biggest thing. And I probably you'd probably say undeniably number one running back. Um I think, yeah, I think Bijan Robinson is everything you really kind of want to look for in a running back, and he does it so explosively, and he's getting used a lot too. But I think the thing that's going to end up helping Bijan actually is the thing that fantasy owners are going to gripe about is that the Falcons use Algier a lot too. I think splitting those carries and some of those touches and keeping him off the field and keeping him away from some of that contact is probably going to be for the best moving forward. Well, are you, are you sure about that? I mean, all the fantasy guys are telling me that that's a bad idea. I know, idea. fantasy football experts, like, he's not getting enough touches. He can't be good. Well, he doesn't have to take every tackle, snap in between the tackles. You can let Tyler Algier do that. But, again, fantasy football guys out there swear by it. Another overreaction? I got one. Um, all the people that were saying Denver was back after week one and that no. they would be, like, They're saved by Sean Payton. Man, that team sucks. No, Denver's bad again, and uh, Denver's going to be bad for a long time. I think it actually will be kind of funny to, um, you know, see it kind of unfold again horribly. I, I don't dislike Russell Wilson. I kind of dislike Sean Payton, though, now. I, I think like, Sean Payton's going to rub me the wrong way. Um, but, yeah, the Denver Broncos are bad, and they're going to stay bad, and it's not going to get any better. And that's okay because they've dug their own grave. And the best part is, two Broncos fans, don't worry – Russ's contract and all of its guarantees only exist for another like four years. Mm -hmm. So don't worry. If you cut him, the cap hit will be insane. I have one more underreaction, and it's based off something Mike Tarico said during Sunday Night Football. Um, he was talking 
I forget about which New York team. Oh, no, it was about the Patriots. He was talking about the Patriots, and he was like, the last time the Patriots started 0-2, it was all the way back in 2011, and we knew what happened in that year. And then he just, like, paused for a long time. And I'm pretty sure everyone was like, is this guy referencing 9-11? But uh, it turned out he was talking about that they won a Super Bowl that year. Well, they won't and be winning Super Bowl again. And well, Good. If Mike Trico referenced 9-11, that would be a crazy reference to drop for anything. That would have been up there uh, with the... Uh, that would have been up there with the daily, what was it, uh, DraftKings. Uh, oh, the 9-11 special? The 9-11 parlay. The DraftKings Never Forget Parlay was one of the craziest promotions I've ever seen in my entire life. Bet on all three New York teams to win on 9-11. The only thing crazier than that promotion was someone underneath, like, the comment, like, there's a tweet put out, like, okay, like, Never forget parlay has been taken down. We apologize for that. And someone commented, like, well, if you bet on it, is the is it gonna get refunded? Like, so someone took someone took the never forget parlay. There was plenty of people out there were like, Yeah, the never forget parlay at plus 750, slamming it. Sometimes you gotta never forget. They're just I mean, celebrating 9-11. They're just remembering those fallen people. Yeah, it's not like that seems like an active celebration. Like, oh, the fourth of July parlay, bet on. All teams wearing red. No, it's the never forget 9-11 parlay. Please place your bets in remembrance of those who lost their lives. I don't know if I ever sent you this video, but did you see that uh, college announcer who in the middle of the game started talking about how uh, like this kid was in foster care and that no one wanted him? Yeah. that Okay. I don't understand what announcers reasonings are for some reason of just bringing up the most horrendous facts about some of these guys who are just playing in college. Or like there was a one year in the NFL where it's like every kid that was yeah that was, that was, the was draft. like his aunt and uncle were shot in front of him and his mother died from skin cancer and it's like why are you saying all of it like what like that's horrible why do, why does everyone need to know that the funniest they would was just, just lay like, it on I swear oh, to God the- it was like ten picks in a row they did it and I was like who's finding yeah. that yeah that was during the draft but this college guy just happened not that long ago and it was like literally a player. Who like walked no, on? I know what you're talking like, about. He was like, "Oh, no one wanted them as a foster kid. No one wanted them as a walk-on. But now look where he is here in college football, and it's just like, what did you just say? That's crazy." Yeah. So what we're gonna do now is create our own never forget parlay. Yeah. Well, the from the all right. Seat, never Don't call it parlay. that, but hey, never yeah. forget. Well. Clearly I'm never forgetting now. Well, it's impossible to forget now. Yes. Right. Of, yeah, go ahead. So what we're doing is we are creating a six-leg parlay. Uh, we're using prize picks because they both gave us a promotion. Thank you, prize picks. Yeah, and we're going to try to uh, nail this for week three. So each of us are going to take three legs. We'll switch off. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? You know what? I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, okay. I'll start. You want to just read all six of mine right off? No, let's go back and forth. I thought we were doing three each. Are we each doing okay, six? Okay, fine. We'll do three each. Okay, here's my first one. First one, I'm going to okay. go with a consistent one. feel like it's definitely going to happen. Travis Kelsey over a half touchdown. So basically, anytime touchdown score. That's one for yeah. me. That, that's a nice and easy one to get us started. I'm going to get a little bit controversial with my first one. Okay. Uh, just because I don't like the matchup at all. I'm going to take the over on Jimmy Garoppolo interceptions. So it's a half interception. I'm going to take the over on that because he's playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
See, I love the over half interception every time. I will say that a half interception, or basically someone to throw an interception, is one of my favorite bets. Always. I like All that. Right, though. All right. So my next one. Here's my next one. So I got a couple that I'm going to juggle with right now, but one that I really like: Cameron Dicker to make over one and a half field goals. I have seen I enough like Chargers promising drives stall out to know that he will kick at least two field goals in the day. For sure. No, that, I that's like, a good I one. I love that play. Um, next up in our parlay, I'm going to take another. Un- oh well, I'm going to take an under. So oh, this will be I our love, first. Under. I love an under. This is going to be an under, and it's more of just like I'm feeling how it is, and I think this guy's going to lose snaps. I'm going to take Najee Harris's under at rushing plus receiving at 66.5 yards. Okay. Playing the Raiders. I just I just think they're going to start to move away from Najee Harris, and he's so ineffective that, I mean, they're 66. Just gonna put I think I kinda, so. I, kinda, I feel that. I feel that. I think it's a solid bet. I'm feeling four for four so far. I feel real good. All right, where are you going next? Okay, I'm also going to put in an under. I'm also putting okay. it under. This is a crazy under, but I like it. Josh Dobbs, under 191 passing yards versus Dallas. Mm. I think they're going to get a, they're going to abuse the Cardinals. I don't think they have any time to throw. They might take him out at some point and put in Clayton too. It might get that ugly. That's a yeah. really low number, but I love it. No, I, I see why. I mean, Dallas has been so disruptive. I mean, look at what they did to Zach Wilson last week, what they did to Daniel Jones in week one. Josh Dobbs ain't throwing for 200. He's certainly not throwing for 191 and a half. So that means 192. Slam that under, folks. It's corporate. No, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for our last one, I am going to take I'm going to take the over and I, I'm going to bet against the Chargers here, mm. but I'm not going to go the Justin Jefferson route. Okay. Justin Jefferson's line, while yes, it is enticing because again, it's the Chargers versus number one receiver. What do you mean? Know, I'm going to go with Addison at 49 and a half yards on the over because of something stupid that Brandon like that. Staley. Yeah. What Brandon Staley has decided to do is that we're now rotating all of our outside corners and they're going to do it by quarter. So we're basically going to have JC Jackson and Asante Samuel on the field for a quarter. Then they're going to take one off, put on Michael Davis, then take another one off put back in whoever and i think that is a horrible idea from a bad head coach and so i'm gonna take i'm gonna take addison i like addison i feel like it's a good bet i feel like it's a really good bet especially because i think if the chargers are any smart they're just gonna double justin jefferson the whole they time probably should but even then justin jefferson will slowly got away i feel like but For i like sure. the addison bet a lot the other thing i can see is do they have a lineup on hawkinson yet because i might have went i don't See, I don't Hawkinson know is at 51 and a half. No, he's at 51 and a half. See, I like Addison, though. I, I think I'd like, rather Addison, Addison. Even, the last, even the first two games, Addison has at least gotten a shot ball that would get him like at least 30. And I feel like if they're bracketing Jefferson a lot of the time, then he's going to get fed pretty solidly, too. I think so, too. So that's where I'm going to go. Okay. Also, Kirk's line against the Chargers is like is almost 300 yard passing. Almost 300. It's more than Justin Herbert's. I know. That's gonna be a shootout game. If you were betting just straight up on like an over under, I would obviously slam the over. I'd be intrigued to see what that line would be on the over under. All right, I'm actually just gonna place this bet right now. Let's do this. Right. So, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we go? No, you know I can't think about. It. I've really gotten a lot off my chest. Happy to get off that. You know, we'll, we'll see where things go overall. But uh, that was 
I, I'm feeling great about that parlay. I'm feeling like it's really, really going to smack. Yeah, I hope so. Hope it so. Better. I would love, I would love for this to, for this to hit my little uh, promo here, and I get thirty Just times light money. up the bankroll. Yeah, I agree. Just light Just up the bankroll. Huge kickback. We're that looking for nice. that all day. All right. Well, this has been from the backseat. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had a great time listening. Uh, oh, make sure to follow us. We had a great stuff. time listening. We had a great time talking. That is true. Get it together. Have a great time talking about the NFL. Not the NFL's back, and we're not talking about the MLB anymore because the MLB is dead to us as Padres. Okay. Well, wait a minute. We can't talk about it. We can't. We might talk about it next week. We might have to talk about it next week. You think they have a shot for the playoffs? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, I'm not going to say it, but I'm just going to say that they might. I mean, come on now. If, if I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying it's not completely over. It's not completely over. I mean, they had a good game, but they're just good enough to make you like think about it, and then it's not. If they, if okay, big deal. If we're within this time next week, if we're within two games, we have to talk about it. Okay, if we're within two. All games. right, cool. That's probably what not going to happen. What are we at right now? now? What? What are we at right now? How many? I we think at? we're gonna be at like four and a half. I mean, we'll see. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, we throw Mark. We have to throw Mark Waldron in a playoff game if we made it. Yeah, great. I mean, could you? Wouldn't that just be something? Oh, I can't even think about it, man. That'd be a special. We win a series. We go in. We get. I don't even know. We get someone. And Mark Waldron's the hero of Game Three. Knuckleballer from AAA throws six shutout innings. People are I don't crying know I, in San Diego. I don't know if I call him the hero. No, but what if he was the hero? That's what I'm saying. I mean, he could be. He will be. All right. Well, I mean, seven in a row, almost, Ethan. Wake up. Seven in a row. They're back. Mike Snell almost threw a little. Uh, he almost did. He, he could have moved to stadium, but it's okay because we're back. Seven in a row. We're back. Wake up, folks. Wake up. All right. Enough. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have Goodbye. a good day.